In those far-off days, those olden, golden Hollywood days back in the thirties or the forties, a cumbersome touring car of the Rio manufacture was frequently to be seen traversing the streets of Los Angeles. This capacious and ponderous vehicle, the kind that would stand out anywhere in any time, was most likely driven by a burly figure wearing a dark suit, whose seat and elbows were shiny and a visored chauffeur's cap, emblem of his trade. His name was Sluggo McGurk, and he was an ex-middleweight contender out of Elk Fork, North Dakota, with the flattened, pulpy ears known as cauliflower, and a nose broken numerous times, and he sported a $1,500 wristwatch, diamonds, and platinum. His passenger, his constant and near-soul passenger, was a woman. She displayed expensive furs of fox, mink, or ermine, and long antelope gloves and diamond bracelets, and she showed a creamy décolletage. She had bright blonde hair, the same platinum shade that Jean Harlow had popularized, and that manicurist and five-and-ten-cent store sales girls imitated to the best of their pocketbook's abilities. Her eyelashes were long and curled and thickly mascarated, and she outlined her eyes like an Egyptian queen. And when she talked, it was a kind of coaxing drawl, not southern, but slangy and raffish, and she wore an amused expression on her face. By 1938, this was not only the highest-paid female star in the movies, but also one of the most famous women in the world, after Eleanor Roosevelt, after Madame Chiang Kai-shek after Wallace Simpson and after Greta Garbo. Soon she would be as famous as any one of them. But that was back in the thirties and forties. Today, in the seventies, see where we are? Hollywood Memorial, where the movie stars get put away. Jesus, it's hot. Personally, I don't care much for funerals. Funerals are for the dead, not the living. When you're dead, that's what they give you, a funeral. Anyway, here we are baking in that inglorious South Hollywood sun while it beats down in one relentless glare, its rays murkily piercing through a thick, grimy scrim of haze and smog, and not a hint of breeze. My swollen eyes sting and water. With the exception of the officiating priest and the body in the casket, everyone present, so far as I can tell, is wearing dark glasses, as though to prove beyond a doubt that we are indeed in good old Tinseltown. I played a little scene in my first movie within these cemetery walls. I must say the place hasn't changed much, though at the time Cecil B. DeMille was still alive and kicking, cranking out the remake of The Ten Commandments. Now C.B. lies in yon splendiferous crypt, granite as the old man's jaw. The schist in the stone is glittery as Jane Mansfield's bathroom. Scattered around and about, earning a well-marbled rest, is a galaxy of glittering names. Douglas Fairbanks, senior, not junior. Peter Lorre, as well as two renowned Our Gangers, Darla Hood and Alfalfa Schweitzer, separately interred. Tyrone Power is buried somewhere nearby, and farther off the crypt of Valentino rears up in dubious Spanish taste, though that old-time Hollywood cliché, the woman in black, mourner of mourners, no longer makes her yearly epiphany at the grave site. She too has cooled and is probably buried somewhere in the neighborhood, so she can be as near to Rudy in death as she was in life. 
Right now, the clock hand is on the prick of noon, and the carillon is sounding. I recognize you light up my life. Mindlessly, I wonder if the original Debbie Boone version is equal to Hollywood memorials. Close by, among the mourners, someone is throwing up his breakfast, or perhaps is merely emotionally overcome. People can get like that at funerals. When I played my deathless scene in these precincts thirty years ago and more, all was rest and quiet, a suitably reverential ambiance. Now they've built a string of grungy shopping malls just beyond the wall. There's a goldfish shop, a video palace, a Mexican chili parlor, while in the lily-scented air the pervasive thrum of congested traffic is recognizable along Santa Monica Boulevard. That way lies Paramount Studios and Marathon Street. This way lies Columbia and Old Desilu. Yonder lies Hollywood and Madness.